Tonight, we're going to talk about how to crush goals and a lot of um, the things that we do in our daily life to really take ourselves and prepare ourselves to just carry forward day in and day out. Uh, my name is Jason Yerusi. I'm a multifamily investor. Uh, now live south of Nashville in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I've acquired over 1,400 multifamily units, uh, about 160 million of real estate back from 2016, 17 to today. Um, met my wife, Peely, who Yona had mentioned is going to be on the show. We met back in the 2003. And our goals at that time were a lot different. Um, I actually was in Europe, met a buddy. That buddy said, hey, when you get back to New York City, why don't you come over? And I, I work at this bar and I think they're looking for some construction work. So I, I met uh, my wife, Peely, who was actually managing that bar at that time. It took her probably another 10 years to actually look at me before we got together. But I started working at this bar, right? Because I, at that point, I was looking at my goals of a point of just what's in front of me, what's to do. It didn't have that vision going forward, didn't have that space uh, of just understanding where I wanted my life to go, just like many of us have had or maybe have today. We were in a point of just trying to figure out what's the next step and not so much of what are all these steps leading me to. Um, well, over the course of the next couple of years, uh, Peely uh, had moved out to uh, Los Angeles. Uh, she was doing some work out there and I ended up running this bar uh, before Peely actually moves back. And Hurricane Sandy ends up happening about 2011, 2012. And my dad has this construction business that's more targeted to um, lifting and moving buildings, actually taking houses off their foundation, lifting them up, right? And so he got flooded with calls. He was doing about 12 or 13 projects a year overnight. He's getting a thousand calls of hundreds and hundreds of homeowners, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of homeowners who were decimated by, by this storm, right? So my brother, who's working for me at the time, uh, Pili, who uh, now, now is my girlfriend at the time, and myself, we moved out to New Jersey to help dad, right? Help him take that next level because we saw again what was in front of us. But it was great. We helped dad do almost... 2,500 projects while we were out there, helping homeowners get back home, helping them get to that next stage of where they want to be in their life, basically back in their home, right? So we were lifting these homes, getting them remediated, getting homeowners back home, hopefully they don't flood again into the future. And it allowed us to just really see that, that help, that step of just really helping people to accomplish their goal, just the empowerment it had within. But we quickly realized that we were back in the spot where everything we've done to date has been acting to do. If any of you are in the service business, you understand the narrative. If you're not working, you know, there's really no income. It's not like if you're a bartender, you don't come to work, you're not getting tips cut, brought home. The same thing in construction. If you're not out there doing construction projects, there's no money that follows. So we asked ourselves, well, what could be that next step in our journey? And we kept coming back to real estate. We really didn't know what we didn't know, right? Just uh, anyone on the outside of real estate, so many things can look good, right? You can see, listen to bigger pockets, listen to these podcasts, read these books, and everything really just sounds great. It just sounds fantastic. Everything just sounds like a, the best next opportunity, right? All these great things, all these great ads, all these things that we see. So we jump in, not knowing we don't know, still busy as can be working. If we had 25 hours in a day, eight days a week, we could have done it in the construction world. And we just started flipping houses. Peely, who is now pregnant at the time with our first kiddo, uh, starts getting a real estate license. And here we are, finding all these more active jobs just to compound where, where the act we got. And we said to ourselves, well, why are we doing all this? What do, what do we really want from it? What is it that's going to 
help us achieve any goal is that we had to get defined on what we wanted. And we realized the one thing that we've never been in control of is our time. It's always been everything else is driving our time. Everything else is narrating our day. Everything else is narrating really where our future is going, minus us making those choices, right? We were running by everybody else's clock, but we weren't in charge of our own clock. So we decided that we want to get our time back. We want to find a way to just set control so we can control our time. As we're you know, bringing the first of our three kiddos we have now into this world, we want to be able to choose how our day goes. And what we found over the next two, three years doing real estate in our points is that things were leading away from that. We were doing construction. We we're doing all these active things. We were building upon what we were. But here we were compounding on top of compounding all these active things that were taking us further away from our goal, further away from our point of just controlling our time, controlling our days, controlling our hours. Peely ends up going to a RIA meeting and meeting an individual who's buying out-of-state rentals. And- there was a moment there where we saw that, and that was that at-home moment. Well, okay, he, he's buying a rental from you know a thousand miles away, putting teams and putting processes in place where he can go out there and allow that to accomplish the goal. And so we started buying two units and three units and four unit properties out there, putting together processes to have teams renovate these properties, getting them renovated. And next thing we know, checks start rolling in the mail. But what we found was the, the scale of that. It wasn't scalable. It wasn't accomplished, something we could accomplish on a widespread point to create really some massive impact. And I discovered large multifamily, large multifamily investing. And that was that really aha moment. Well, we could get back to what we've been really good at in the past. Back when we were in New York City, I was running a bar. It was the top New York City out, outdoor bar at the time. I, was, I had 250, 300 employees. And what I discovered there is that if you can empower others to be in their superpower, be in their best position here, to accomplish goals, give them the energy that they, they're not task takers, they're out there doers, is that they get enlivened and they go out there to, to want to make it all better. And with large multifamily, you can do the same thing as a community approach. And so our goal was we sold off all these small properties with the intent to now go out and buy these larger properties. And we surround ourselves with great community like you, you are here tonight, coming together, pulling ourselves together so we could pour our energy. And from there, we ended up buying a 94 unit uh, that was in Louisville, Kentucky. And that was the first of 15, 16 transactions that is, uh, has allowed us to now accomplish these 1,400 plus units over the last couple of years here. So the evolution of the journey is it's, it's never one defined path. And at many points, we sit on the outside and we say, well, I just need to know all the answers before I get started. But the courage within ourselves and the courage along our journey is to know that you don't need all the answers to get started. You just need to take that first step. You need to get yourself out of the gate and get going so you can discover the questions that need to be asked to get you to better answers. Because so many times what's keeping us from our goals, what's keeping us on the side and what's keeping us outside of where we want to be is that we're worried about just the answer. But most of the time, we don't know the question to ask. And where our goals can be put in place is defining what our goal actually is. Like, why are you, why are you here tonight? You hear I, how to crush our goals, right? You hear taking goals, setting actions. Why do you come? Of course, you come for Yona, right? We, we all know that. You come here to, to see Yona. 
But beyond that, what is it in your mind that's saying, well, I need, I need to set goals. I need to put my place in myself in the right place. What is it and why are you here? Because that question, it has to burn in you. You have to say to yourself that this part of the process, this piece of the puzzle has to be defined. I need to get so clear on what that goal is and ask yourself, why? What is it that I want this goal? Why do I want this goal so bad? And if I don't get it, is that okay? Is it that, that important to me? Or what happens if I don't get it? What happens if I don't put myself in a position to win? And what's standing in your way when you do have this goal? And usually the first thing that stands in our mind each and every day is our mind. Our mind's basically in front of us each and every morning. At no point ever along this journey are you ever going to be able to say, well, today my mind's fine. Every day we're going to wake up, we're going to be in front of ourselves, and we're going to go through our whole mindset of preparing ourselves to take on these goals today. And having that strong desire, that strong goal that stands in, in front of you each morning, that's what's going to drive you forward. So I asked you, think about it. What is this goal that I want? And is it, is it real? Is it something that's actual? Is it something that you, tactical? Something that you can set a plan to? We all can have these New Year's resolutions where, well, this year I want to go out there and make a million dollars, or I can go out there and you know, lose 50 pounds, or I can go out there. These, all, this is why 92% of them fail is that they're all lofty goals without actual steps to carry to, from the front part. I call it, in my journey, it's the million, uh, the 100 mile mindset. And I started running ultra marathons a couple of years ago. And what I discovered is that when I was training for these races to, to run a hundred miles, well, where this parallels with life is that you don't know what the goal feels like if you haven't discovered it, right? If I want to climb Mount Everest, I've, I've never been to the top, right? If I want to make a billion dollars, well, I've never done that. And so there's that fear proponent that says, well, you know, it's it just too scary for me to even try. Too scary for me to even go out of the gate and just try and get there because I, I can't imagine myself there. So what happens is that we find a way to keep ourselves where we're comfortable, even if we're comfortably miserable. And we've all been in that spot where we're just not happy where we are, but we're a little scared to take it the next step out from where we are, because the unknown, even if it could provide the best case, the best thing in the world, we, we haven't felt it before. And so it remains the unknown. And so we stay where we are and a decade goes by or years go by and we continually say, well, I just don't want to be here. So how do you get yourself from where you are to where you want to be? You take a step. And when I started these races, it occurred to me that I, I just had to take that first step and then just see what happens. And so through the 100 miles, I said, well, okay, I don't know how that feels. And so if I just worry about being at 100 miles, I'm never going to accomplish this because I'm just going to stop because I'm going to be scared about what happens throughout the journey. Oh, I don't know if I can make it. The whole point of it, because I've never done 100 miles. But if I just say, well, I've run five miles before, so why don't I just run five miles and get to the, you know, get to the aid station, the drink station and see what happens. And then okay, I made it there. Okay, well, what should I do now? Let me just try and get to the next one. And now I'm at, you know, mile 12. Okay, well, I've made it here. So get to mile 15 or mile 20. 
And then maybe I'll get to mile 30 and let me just see what happens. And then it's mile 40 and I'll look back and, oh, I, well, I, I'm not feeling great. Maybe I'll, no, let me just run, let me just run a couple more miles and see what happens, right? Let me just go and if, if I'm cool to quit, then I'll just quit, right? And then you get to 50 miles and you say, well, what do I do now? Well, I just, let me just get to another hundred feet. Okay, great. Let me get to another 200 feet. Let me run 500 more steps. Let me run to the bridge and just see what happens and figure it out. And you continue to evolve and lo and behold, you hit the goal. You hit the hundred miles because your mind is giving you a journey that's accomplishable. It's things you can track, it's things you can set. And you are in a point where your mind is the one thing that's stopping you. It's not the rest of you. You have all the tools you need. You have everything here. You're here with all this energy of people that are doing great things. Why can't you? And the only thing really stopping you is you. And the only thing stopping me is me. And as you put that in play each day, you say, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? And if you come up with some cockamamie journey of something that's horrible and something that could potentially happen, well, great. That's where our mind goes, right? Because our mind is ingrained that we always think about the worst case scenario. But if you can give yourself the worst case scenario of something that can happen, well, why can't the best case happen too? If the one-tenth of one-tenth of one-tenth percent of the worst thing can happen, then the one-tenth of one-tenth of one-tenth of the best place can happen. And that's the evolution of life and goal setting. But the goals have to continue to pull you forward. And that pulling you forward is being true to yourself of why do you want this? Do you want this because of you or did you hear this or did you see this on Instagram or does something look good? What is it that's in front of you? Who there is with you? And you need to empower yourself to do this. <clears throat> and how do you do that? You change your focus. You got to break through your own patterns. If what you're doing today has not gotten to where you want to be, well, then you got to break your patterns to set new patterns to get you where you want to go. If we've been doing something the same for the last decade, it's not just going to magically work today to get you to that new pattern. So that might take getting up earlier. It might take reading a book a week. It might take making those five calls to new people that you don't like being on the phone, but you might need to make those calls. It may be working out and getting your exercise going. It may be underwriting properties at night when you want to watch Netflix. It may be not going out with your buddies right now because you need to dial in on what you're doing in your business plan. And they're temporary, short-term, we'll say uh, unfortunate things, maybe at the moment. But what's the result if you don't do that? We all think we have time, but nothing's guaranteed. We think tomorrow's coming, but in so many points, in so many ways, you've heard of where tomorrow never, ever happens again for some. And as we go through our journey here, what, why are we waiting? There is no point in life where we've ever waited ourselves to success. There's no point in life where we've ever thought about ourselves to victory. There's only the point of us actually going out there, taking action, accomplishing small wins to create large victories. So as you wake up each day, you have your clear goals, you stack wins. You start finding the value in creating wins and compounding wins and compounding ever efforts here to take yourself to that next place in yourself and your journey. Because your wins each day, it could be something that's so small, you, you know, getting up and drinking a, a large glass of water, you know, saying, uh, being gratitude, saying three things you're grateful for each morning, right? When it could be doing your hardest thing first in the morning, when it could be all these different things that you could build yourself and compound yourself on to get yourself on this route of the winning attitude, the winning mindset. So, you know, your goals are being accomplished. 
too many times our goals become this lavish thing that's just out in front of us. And it's something that we don't achieve because we don't have a clear path forward. And if we don't have a clear path forward, then we can't really track how it's going. So your goal is going to be as simple as just defining what it is you want. Understanding that the path is not going to be a direct line and not trying to decide of all the outcomes before you get there. Take the step, go out on your journey, put yourself in the best position to win and pivot when it needs to pivot. But just don't stop. Don't stop. There's not one point here that will keep you from your goal, except if you stop. That's the only thing. And I believe in you. You all deserve success. We each deserve to get what we want. So it's time that we go out there and do it. As we look through the lens here of where we are, if this is where you want to be, I celebrate you. That's great. But if it's not, today is the day forward. Today is the path for you to go outside of where you were because today you're a new person. You're a new person with new ideas, with new journeys ahead of you, with new ideas for where you will and can and want to be. And there are the steps that lead you there. So your 100-mile mindset, it starts with that first step of the journey. And the goal, when you look back on it five years from now, you're going to be so much further ahead of it. So you'll constantly ask yourself, what's next? And that's why the, the energy is put on the process, put on the path forward. The energy is put on what you need to do today, day in and day out, and not on the goal. Because you're going to reach the goal, but you're going to be on the journey for your life. So if you set your intentions within your goals, within your daily actions to lead you to your bigger objective, don't you think you're going to succeed? It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Set daily wins, set daily actions, continue down your path forward. Know when you get to your goal. It's, it's by the time you get to that goal, you're going to have a new goal that's 10 times more than that because you're going to be so prepared that that goal that you set forward is going to be so small in terms of what you've grown into. We all look back in our past here of things that we thought were big evolutions in our life, right? At that moment, maybe they were, but today they're minuscule. We all have thought about those problems in our life where we thought it would kill us or we thought it would end us or we thought it would be you know, the, the, the ultimate worst thing that would have happened in our life. And today, you probably can't even remember it. And that's just what life is. Everything seems macro important, micro important on the, on the moment of, but in the big picture, it's just our journey. It's just what we are. It's just what we're doing here. And it's just a piece and experience we need to get. You know, we, we've, um, the story I heard recently was of the, the Chinese bamboo tree, right? Um, you, you go out and you plant seeds for the Chinese bamboo tree and you have to water it each and every day. And you water it each and every day, these seeds in the ground and there's no growth, no growth at all. And you water it each and every day, day in and day out for days, for weeks, for months, you're nurturing, you're nurturing the soil, you're enriching it, pouring this water, watering these seeds, nothing for year one, nothing for year two, nothing for year three. And within year four, because there's constant nurturing, constant engagement, constant encouragement, the bamboo tree 
ends up growing and it starts growing in inches per day to the fact that it can grow up to like 60 feet in one year. And that's us in our journey is that our steps and our actions are our wins. They compound and they create, and it doesn't take long for them to compound. We don't have to wait five years, but we do need here is for you to take the action and be consistent with you, your action, your routine, because the growth comes and it compounds with each one of us. The more we do, the more we go, the more we continue to go. And that journey is just, it's fun. It's fun for us to all to be on together. And so why wouldn't we want to enjoy it? So my question to you today is, is what brought you here? And what are these goals in front of you? And what are you going to do? Not only these next 12 months, these next five months, just tomorrow, this week, tonight, what is it that you're going to do right now to set yourself in the right path forward? And it doesn't have to be much. We don't need some grand transformation. We just need a start. We need you to start your energy. Get yourself out of that mode of stop. The world is evolving. The world is re- rotating as we speak, as we sit here today. And if we're sitting still, why? So I'm going to leave you here with that, is that today is your chance to break out of where you are and begin the new journey of where you deserve to be, of where you want to be, of where you can be, and it will continue to carry forward. And as you see this, surround yourself with other people who are being positive in this light. Allow yourself to all push together. Allow yourself to all to come together in the community. Change your ways, change your mindset, change your life. It's not difficult. It's not to the part. It's only difficult in the end if we didn't do it and look back and say, I wish I did. All right, I'm Jason Yarusi. Thank you, Yona, for having me tonight talking about crushing your goals. Uh, if you want to learn more about me, you can go over to your Rusi Holdings. We also have our multifamily uh, live event coming up in Nashville, June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. We will talk a ton about multifamily mindset and all the other pieces right there. Uh, June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, you can go to multifamily live events. I'll throw it over there uh, in the chat. If you have questions about mindset or you want you get thoughts or what your goals are here, I mean, we'd love to take the time to take in some questions on our on other parts from there. And again, Yona, thank you for letting me come in here and always talk to people in a way that I like about goals. Absolutely. My pleasure. You always, not just crushing goals, but crushing the presentation uh, because it's great to have people like you that you know, are accomplishing things. And I love the fact that you gave a little bit of an introduction, a little more context, because, you know, you need to see where, you know, where you're at. And when you set those goals and where you need to get to where you want to get to and accomplish that, that's all, all the more so. So um, love for people to you know, open it up here for questions if anyone has, but, um, but very inspirational, obviously. I think a lot of takeaways from that. One question I have, and maybe you can, you can help to maybe we'll spur some others to get some questions going, get the juices flowing a little bit here. But when, obviously, you know, as a, as an athlete or runner, right. Something that you, you took upon yourself, that's a huge, you know, a huge goal it requires a lot of daily, you know, like you said, like the bamboo tree, the daily watering, the daily, um, you know, persistence of just doing that over and over and over again. I mean, would you say that that's 
like any goal needs to be to that same level if you really, really want to accomplish it. Or, I mean, do you have like different levels of goals and things like that in your life? Like, you know, is there a hierarchy is really what I'm kind of asking in terms of, you know, you have a list of the top three or whatever, and that's what you focus on and the others kind of are back burners or do you have any uh, advice on that? You know, like you hear Warren Buffett's five to 25, right? So he says, write down the 25 most important things and put them in order and put the top, the five on the top and circle them and then forget about everything else to accomplish those top five, right? But there becomes a point in what you need in your life to just go, how disciplined are you? How disciplined are you to yourself? I, I found that we all want others to be accountable to us when they say they're going to do something, they're going to follow through in a point. And we get so upset when they don't. However, most of the time we're not accountable to ourselves. So how can we expect someone else to be accountable to us and be upset with them when they're not, when we're not accountable to ourselves? Did we get up when we were supposed to? Did we hit the alarm today? Did we eat, you know, did we eat poorly when we were supposed to? Did we, you know, yell at our kids? Uh, did we not get what we need to get done with work, right? So we, we expect of others, but we don't until you start breaking that pattern. And for me, you know, I, I, to be honest, I, I, don't, I don't consider myself a runner. I just run. And I don't like to say that, you know, I work out every day. I do. I, I, I've done that for honestly weeks upon weeks upon weeks, like no day off. Like, and am I sore some days? Yes. I mean, like some days do I not feel well? Yes. Some way, days am I tired? Yes. I mean, you know, my ear hurt today. I don't know why, like my knee, I just, I still do it. Right. Because it's not going to be that perfect time ever for something to happen. And when you get in to your goals, right, there's going to be days that you don't feel like it, but you need to right? You need to, because this goal is important to you. So yes, we, we set top line goals, right? Uh, and you have to say, well, what are these big goals? But then what are the steps I need for them? Right? What are those steps? And you have, you know, family, finances, fitness, faith, right? Those pieces of the puzzle that you want to dial into, right? I want to pick my kids up from school. I want to go to a sports event. I want to be able to put them, uh, you know, have time to, to be able to put them in the bed, read them a story at night. So when you think about that and just where you and your life is, like what's important to you in your life, well, that gives you all the plan and process you need. And if we go back to what our original goal was, our original goal was to get back and control the narrative of our day, control the narrative of our time, to be able to spend time with our family. And that's been where all the pieces go. So when I get up, I get up at 4.32 a.m. I get up that early. So when my kids get up, I can spend time with them, right? Instead of getting up into a point where I'm waking up late, I'm hitting snooze, right? And, and let me tell you something. No one's ever hit snooze and slept eight more minutes and said like, okay, cool. I feel so much better, right? It's just, it's never happened. So on that front, okay, you get up, you hit snooze, you're late for work. So you eat something poor, you know, you, you rush your kids out. You hopefully get them to school. You get stuck in traffic. You're not, you know, not in a good place when you get to work. There's fires all over the place. So that's how you capture the day. You get to the end of the day, you, you have a beer. It's like, man, what just happens? Watch Netflix. And you say never again. And the same thing carries on until you break the pattern. Until you say tomorrow, I'm just going to get up five minutes earlier. Alarm's going to go off. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get clear in the morning give myself time to focus. So as things come up, I can be clear on what needs to happen. So as little fires come up, I can deal with them then. And so running's become that part of focus for me where I can get up in the morning, run, have a clear mind. So when I get back, as things come up, because is the day going to go as planned? No, no day does, right? There's, I, don't, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't see how it goes forward, but I can just put myself in the best position to control my mind control what I can control. So when things come up, I can deal with them. And that's usually where 
the difficulty first starts is that just being accountable to ourselves. And fine, find an accountability partner if that helps, find somebody else. But if really the first thing needs to be look in the mirror and just say, am I doing what I say I'm going to do? And it's so easy to let ourselves off the hook, right? You think about like school or other points, like you, like you have someone watching over you, but today you can, we can do whatever we want, right? Like, so if we don't want to show off for work tomorrow, if you don't want to make the meeting, if you don't want to sit here for the whole point, we don't read that book, you know, no one's coming here to smack us in the hand and say, you better, you better go, go do what you said you were going to do, right? That's just how life is now transcended. So we have to be accountable for us. We have to be accountable. And that's where, when you have a goal, if it's not meaningful, would just take it off the list, find something else, find it apart. And if you say, well, I don't know what my goal should be. Well, go try something, go try anything out there because the cleanest way to get yourself somewhere is to try something and realize that you don't like it. It goes with real estate too. Like, I, I don't know where to start. Well, start somewhere because maybe you'll find you don't like it. And at least you cross something off the list. Now you have less things to look at. So our goals in line, we continue to fine tune them and they continue to evolve. We may find that as we get closer to a goal that, it, that we kick down to make it even bigger. We may find that as we're on a journey to something that we're, we're off track. So we need to pivot our goal, right? So you constantly move, really move the, uh, the, the milestone of where you want to be based on how your journey's taking you. All right, appreciate that. Anyone else have uh, any questions, comments? Hey, Jason, how you doing? Thank you for the great presentation. I love this mindset business and positivity and goal setting. You know, you, you said something about reading a book a week, right? Reading a book a week. Um, I was on the meetup last night and somebody said, oh, you should read a book a week, put the read one book and put it into action. Why do you say read a book a week? So let's say this, that, that was a context of what you need at the moment. Right. And so if you're not a good reader, like, like that's not power through and trying to read a book, like all you need is like, think about tonight, like you get one takeaway for tonight. It's a win. Right. Think about a right. book. If you're taking all these books, you're trying to take all these action where well, you're just taking a bunch of action and not really going anywhere. Right. And so maybe it's listen to a podcast. It's, it's the intentional setting of reading. Right. So if I say I'm going to read 10 pages a day, read 10 pages a day. Right. That can be the piece of the puzzle. So I'm going to power through a book. I'm going to do something that's not my core strength. No, it's setting intention and then completing that intention with action behind it. Because when we say that we're going to do something, oh, like, you know, you hear, you hear people all the time, right? Everybody loves to say what they're going to do. But we never, do they actually do it? I don't know. Do I care? No, because they got to do it. But in the same front, or do they care themselves? Right. Because it's easy to say, it's hard to do. So <clears throat> great. You want to start reading? Okay. Read a page a day, whatever it is. And on that part, think about what's there, right? Each book is going to give you some, some points. It's going to tell you more about what you like, more about what you don't like, or more about what you can do. So can you get a takeaway from the book and then go build upon that? Great. Or is there a lesson learned about what's having there or what, what, what someone else has done? Because the experiences that we find in others is that, you know, in, in so many parts is that it's, it's great to see the journey, but it's, it's more important to learn what hasn't worked for them because it's, it's usually that, that quicker path to want to go compared to where we are, right? If we can quicken the journey based on the knowledge that someone else is sharing, like, why wouldn't we do it? Why wouldn't we go through that point? Why wouldn't we take that, right? And in, the, in these podcasts and there's points that people have done it 
and they've now struggled and they've gone on this journey to, to get there and it's taken them years or decades, right? Which, which ultimately in social media looks like, you know, a day, right? It, they've all accomplished it magically like since yesterday. But if you get into their journey, it's, it's taken decades, right? So, so how do we circumvent all of that, all of that struggle, all that strain? Like how can we learn from those lessons here to find ourselves a cleaner path? But again, we need to know where that path is leading us. Right. We need to know where that path is leading us to make sure that, OK, we're, we're off path. Right. If I'm here, you know, in Tennessee and I want to go to L.A. Right. You know, there, there's there's a line to get there or I could, you know, I could go through Canada to get to, get to L.A. But if I don't really know, I'm trying to head to L.A., but then I really don't have a course tracker to say, OK, I need a cleaner path to get me there. Right. And so the books can, can be great guidance, but it's honestly the point of using some intentional action to create consistency in your day. Because you think of just so many things that we choose in our mind to choose on all these, all these decisions, right? So what am I going to eat today? What am I going to wear today? What am I going to watch TV? What am I going to do this? What am I going to do that? Right? But if you can just create consistency, I wake up at 4.32 a.m., I drink a glass of water, I have coffee, I meditate, I work out, I come back, spend time with my family, my wife works out, take my kids to school, right? So now I don't have to get up and think about that. Just It just happens. Go. You know, and now I can put my energy where I need to into the decisions that are going to carry me forward my goal. When we leave so much to the unknown, so many of these things, just each and every day, I'm trying to decide this and that and this. Like, if it wasn't for my wife, I, I could literally eat like the same meal every day because I just don't care. Right. And so I, that would drive her nuts. But on the same front, you know, it's just, it just is what it is. Right. But that's where you put your importance level. You should just be careful because this is recorded. Yeah, that, yeah, she, she knows. She, <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate that. But she knows. She she's cool with it. But it, uh, you know, it, it's more me. I'm like, okay, you know. But it's that it's that piece of the process here of just deciding what is actually important and how can I take the stuff that just needs to happen and make that systemized or to a point of process so I can put my energy out where, right? And that's a big piece of your day of your life is that it just. There's, there's, there's a lot of time, but there's never enough time. And so we can control our time each day and control where we want to go. Cause you think, Oh, I don't have a lot of time. Well, would, have you looked at what you're doing each day? Have you looked at actually what you're accomplishing each day? And like, where's the lost time then? Right. It, like, okay, you have to, you know, drive to work. Well, can you listen to podcast or, you know, at night, instead of eating for an hour, can you eat for 20 minutes or a half hour. I don't know. Like, like there's always time, right? There's always time. If you're on a lunch break, can you, can you read then or make calls then? Or, uh, you know, instead of doing something in your day, you know, can you, can you push your workout, you know, make it harder and do it in a half hour instead of being there an hour and a half and talking for, you know, 40 minutes. Like, what is it that you can find other time back? Because there is time, right? Um, I think David Meltzer says like, like, don't look at what you're doing during your calendar. Look at your white space. Right. Look at the white space of what you could do within your calendar to say where where is that space that I'm missing that I I, I could be using, right? Because we we try and map out, and I, I I'm guilty of myself. I'm like, oh well, I'm gonna need like a half hour like to do this. Like we're like you really just need five minutes, right? And these calendars they want to do like an hour a half hour block, but you could do a lot of five minute things each day, five five five, and fit a lot of things in if you're not waiting, right? If you have a clear intention of what you want, a clear intention of what your actions are. 
then you can say, well, my action is this. So I need to accomplish these items, right? If my action is to, you know, find real estate deals and I need to call agents and brokers. Okay. Well, I don't need, you know, a, a one hour block and seven times a day to do that. I just need to know I need to do it. So I need to have a roster of who I'm going to call. And every time I have five minutes, I call one person or two people or something until someone picks up. Right. And that's where our goals continue to align with where we want to be, continue to give us the guardrails. Right. It's like the bumper, the bumper rails when you're bowling for your kiddos, you know, it continues to keep us on pace because every time we have that time back to us, we say use it. And so to get back to the book here is the book, it's just creating intention in your day, intention in your activities, intention and consistency. So you, you force yourself to start being accountable to yourself. Right. And each, I, ah, I'm a little tired. My eyes are sore. Okay. Just let me just read a couple of pages and then you've accomplished it. Right. You've accomplished, say, okay, I've done that. Right. And now each day your wins just, they just start building because you can check that off. Right. And if you really want to keep on yourself, um, Andy Versella has an action list. Right. And he says, uh, each day you have three action items. Right. And just you put down next to them www or wlw and you either win the day or lose the day all you gotta do is three things you're telling me you can't do three things choose three things that are going to help forward your business your life put them down on a piece of paper and at the end of the end of the day you either write win at the top you write lose at the top and it, you're going to see very quickly as you look back over the course of the last two weeks 30 days 60 days 90 days well am i creating more losses in my life or creating more wins because all you got to do is create three things that can drive forward your life and your business. And if you can do that daily, you'll see if you're in line, if you're in line with your goals that you're going to lose some days. Yeah, sure. That's cool. Like we all lose and we learn from it, but you're going to see that you're going to have a lot more W's that start growing in that book and growing in that book. And you think it's going to get stronger. And when it becomes a competitive nature that you do it without having to say, I need to do it today. Well, then you put something new on the list and you get rid of that item because now it's built upon you. And then you create new wins and new points and you have your losses, but then you create more wins and more wins and more wins to just keep building. And that's where the intention builds and the lessons build for you to compound in your life. And you just transform yourself because who you were before, it's not welcome for where you are today. It's not welcome because you're no longer accepting the old you because you've broken through barriers of who you are. You've broken the barriers of what you used to be because that, that person is not welcome anymore. It's not part of you because you're, you're a new person, right? It's uh, the, the evolution of the butterfly, right? The evolution of the butterfly, you know, breaking out of the, uh, blanking on where it is, the cocoon, strengthening himself to get out there. Well, that's the evolution of each of us. But we have to go through those points of being consistent of, of what we want to put ourselves in a position that, that we keep doing this even when we don't want to. That's why I started running. I started running each and every day because I needed to just condition myself. One, I didn't know the unpredictable at the other point with the 100 mile, but the only thing I could control is running every day. So if it's cold, I run. Wet, I run. Raining, run. Don't feel well, run. You know, I don't know. Foot hurts, run. Hold my shoe, run. It doesn't matter. Just you just do it. And because what does that build? Is that the days that you don't feel like it, you still do it because that's what's in front of you, because that's what you've told yourself going to do. And there's nothing more powerful, <clears throat> excuse me, than doing something when you don't feel like it and accomplishing it and that feeling you get when you're done. We've all had those. I don't want to go to the gym today. It's the best feeling ever when you're done. Oh, I don't want to 
call this person, or I don't want to talk to, I don't want to ask my spouse this question, or I don't want to ask, you know, my, my friend, and it's just an uncomfortable question you do. And you're like, thank God I had that, had that talk because it was something that we, we were already thinking about how hard it was going to be. But ultimately, once you get through it, you're like, well, that was great. And that's like our goals. Most of the time we're scared of doing them, but when we accomplish them, they're like, well, thank God I did. Right. Thank God I took that chance. Thank God I, I, I went and, and tried to do this because if I didn't look where I would be, look what it look if I didn't take this chance. And we, we all think, and I'm sure a lot of us here in this room are just very successful, but our success has come from our actions of just going out there and tried. right? If we just didn't take the chance and there's been chances there, man, where, where would we be today? So, yeah, I think the intention of, of your action, whether it's reading, you know, writing, saying three good things or, you know, um, getting up and saying thank you or like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, like if you're saying I'm just having a hard day, well, just think of three things that are great in your day. There's three great things. I mean, you're breathing right now, you know, like, okay, there you go. Like, okay, we got, got one, so we need two more, right? Got, got water to drink. Okay, we got two at least, like, right? What else you got? I'm sure you can come up with something else. So there you go. Like, like we continue to say, okay. And if you do that, it's hard. You can't really think and, and be grateful for stuff and then be angry at stuff. You just can't do it. Like, your mind can't work in that way. So if you say, well, today I'm just going to say that, and then, okay, let me see where I go, Right or calm myself down with my breath, right? That's a cool thing about meditation, but I don't even need it. Like you can control what you can control. If things are not going too, too light, if they're not going in a, in a way you want them to, well, what can you do right now? Well, okay, what can I control? Well, I can control my breathing. So let me focus on my breathing for 10 breaths and just see if I can control something and see how your mind comes down. Um, there, there's a, I'm, I'm blanking on her name. She had a great thing where she says something, something hard comes up um, you count down five, four, three, two, one, and then see if it's really that bad, right? And just see if it's really that bad because you count yourself down off the cliff. You count yourself down from that fear factor because you've taken a moment just to set your mind at ease. So you make a clear, rational thought. Because as we wake up into this universe of where each day is chaotic, where we're constantly running, it's like we were driving the car and driving the car at like 8,000 RPMs all the time, right? We're just revving the car. Like that's where we let our minds go because we don't take the, the moment, especially today, like, you know, like you know, the phone's ringing and this is beeping. We got people jumping in, jumping out. We got things happening here, left and right, you know, the news every which way. You know, there's no time for our mind to settle until we settle it ourselves, until we say, okay, I'm going to take a moment here and I guarantee you things won't, won't drop as our goals come up with, you know, the, the, the hardest thing for our goals is to focus because there's always something new. There's always something great or, or I have too much to do, or I have too many things or my to do list is too long. And we're so worried about all these things that we don't, but if, you know, let's go back to my bar days, like say there was a waiter carrying 50 plates, like he can't drop any of them because it's so, so much food. But if, if, you know, if at that point, what's the worst thing that happens that he did. Okay bad things happen. But in life here, right, we have only a couple things on all these plates we're juggling that are important. Maybe you have, you know, you got, you're, you're juggling 40 plates at, at any given time. Well, maybe only eight of them are really important. So if you drop those other 32 plates, like, is anything really going to happen bad? No. But we set this energy level where everything we give the same weight to, right? 
everything has the same weight in our day in our life is that we, we put all this present like the whole list must be important. Like I got a to-do list and it all must be important, but you really only need three things here, right? Like three things that need to be done on the list because those are important, right? So if it's like, hey, today I need to, uh, you know, like check the mail. I need to, you know, call back my buddy or pick up my kids from school, right? You, you, well, I can't not leave, get my kids, but the other two, you could probably wait till tomorrow. Right. And so if you have a bunch of things that come up, you have to say, like, where's the priority and what happens if some of these things just don't happen? And eventually, if you have a to do list and things aren't happening, get rid of them. Like if you're not doing them, they're not important enough. Right. If it's on your list for a couple of days. Well, and if you haven't gotten to it, either you, got, you better have a good reason why or it's just time to take them off the list. So you set intentional actions of where you want to go, where you want to be, what you want to get after and what's in front of you. And then are your actions leading to that? So if reading a book is going to put you in the right spot where you need to read that book every morning to get your mind right, to get yourself out of the gate or listening to, you know, inspirational YouTube video or uh, anything, saying affirmation, affirmations or breathing or just saying thank you five times or calling up someone or helping someone. Like if that, that can help you get on your journey to the right spot, then do what needs to be intentional and do it consistently and then see how that transforms you. Thank you. Thank you. That's fire, well, man. Fire. Just uh, Jason, great presentation. Um, we'd just like to hear your thoughts. When you set your goals, do you set them higher than what you think you will, can accomplish? Or you try to be in reasonable... So, you know, you, you want to set a point here on the action of getting yourself to the goal? Do you think I'll about your give goal... You an, Go ahead. I'll give you an example from my life. Um, so when I first came into the lending space, my highest goal was to do loans of approximately half to a million dollars a month, which last year I already originated over a hundred million dollars. And I'm just curious to hear your thought this year, I'm looking to double that or even more than that. And I'm just like wondering, do you think setting too high goals is wrong to do or just stretch yourself as much as possible? So you think about like the question just asked her, like, like before you thought like the half million to a million dollar a month would be like, like a big goal for you and you go out there and crush it. Right. But I guarantee like, like say you did like, I don't know, 250,000 a month, like maybe that was still awesome too. Right. So you set a bigger goal and maybe you go from a million dollars a month to, to and you, you want it to be, my goal is going to be 10, 10, 10 million a month. Right. And you go out there and do 6 million. Like, did you just get an L? No, you just still crushed where you were. Right. Cause the actions are leading you. Right. So does your mind want that? Like, what does your mind want? Does your mind want that bigger goal? Is it some point that you need that bigger goal? Is it some income point or is it a goal setter? Because it's the actions and growing in those actions, it will come right. If you want 10 million a month. Okay. What are the actions you need to take to get there? Right. And so if those actions are, okay, I need to um, expand my network. I need to be able to bring in new clients. I need to be able to look at different size, uh, um, you know, uh, assets we're going after. Right. I, what is it that I need to do here? And what are the steps that I'm missing part of that process? Like, where do I need to pivot? So when you look at your goal, is there too big of a goal? No, there's not. But 
it's more the actions taking you to get there that are important and not so much where the goal is. Because if you go from 1 million and you want to be at 10 million and you get to 6 million a month, I would say that's pretty darn good win still, right? And now you can say, okay, I got to 6 million. So maybe I need to fine tune my actions. Maybe I need to fine tune those steps there because those actions were awesome. They got me to where I want to be here in terms of growing my the loans I was originating each month. However, I need to go to 10 million. Okay. So now I'm at 6 million. Now my mind knows I can do it because I've done it right now. I've done it. So now cool. 6 million. These were the actions that I thought would get to me to 10 million. It got me to 6 million, which is awesome. But now, okay, I need to get 4 more million a month here. So what do I do to get there? What were the actions that I took here that just weren't big enough? Right? So you're constantly teetering. You're, you're constantly doing that point, like, you know, to, uh, fixing the recipe to say, okay, what do I need to get to that next point? But you have to set a goal somewhere as a mile marker. But it's where you fall within that goal. Okay, that gives you feedback. That gives you guidance on where you need to go. Because you may say, "I need to do ten million. And you end up doing fifteen. You're like, "Man, like, what's you know? I, I guess I set my goals too small." Okay, so those actions I did, they weren't ready. They didn't need to go to ten. They were ready to go to fifteen million. So your goal itself is finding a place for you for a mile market. And is your mind ready? We see it a lot in the multifamily where people want to go to a point of um, you know doing small first, and it's really the, you know, the, the more bandwidth, more power comes to you for the larger assets, larger properties, larger dollar amounts. But however, you know, our, our minds sometimes need that, right? But the second that their mind is ready, they can go right for it because they realize that it's a safer, it's a better play to go larger, but their mind isn't ready. So they have to start smaller because they think that smaller is safer. And not all the times is smaller or safer, right? Playing it small doesn't always put you in a safe spot. Right? It doesn't always put you in a spot that like, okay, I must be safe now because I'm, I'm staying small. Right, It limits your possibilities, limits your outcomes, limits the number of people you've come. So I turned the question around on you is that, okay, you want to do more loans here. So you have to look now, how do I help more people? Right, Because your you're, you're piece of the puzzle of, of getting you from where you want to be to where you are is that you need to help more people. Simple as that. You want to get out there and do more loans, you need to help more people. So what is it that's going to help you help more people? Do you do a, a talk here like Yona every week? Like, do you get out there and start doing seminars about, you know, like all the rates and rewards, right? Like, what do you do to be able to help more people? Because if you want to reach bigger goals, well, then you have to say, well, I need to help more people. So how can I expand my network to help more people? What are those actual steps I need to take? And whether it's 1 million, 5 million, 10 million, 20 million, I don't know. I mean, why can't you do it? Really, it sets in yourself. Where does my mind need to be? Why do I want it? And am I just picking a number because there's a number to go? Or is that the goal? Like, is that my destiny? Is that what I want? Because if it is, then yeah, go out there and crush it, but find steps. And as your steps go forward, pivot, right? If you're finding your actions, you're taking you further, then okay, move your goal marker out. If you're fine that you're not quite meeting the mark, well, what do you need to do to get in front of more people, to reach more people, to expand your network so you can help more people? Remember, the goal is a place to get you an actual step out of the gate. And so many times when we have a goal, we're worried about the goal. And so we sit there and paralyze ourselves about what the outcome could be and what the steps, like where to even start, but really just to start. Like you crushed it with a million a month, right? So great. I don't pick, pick any number in the part that you you say, okay, I'm going to pick a number here and give myself a new bigger step. So now I, before I was taking these small steps, just trying to figure my way. Well, now I can take bigger steps. I, I know the direction. Like right now I'm going this way. Now I just have to figure out, okay, what's my pace to get to that next step? Hope that helps. Thank you very much. And 
fire and awesome. Jason, Ben Leibovich here. There he is. Hey, Ben. Don't pale. Come see me in Phoenix. What's that? Get out of the way. You're looking pale. Come see me in Phoenix. It's because I'm in a different room here with, with <laughs> different different everything. But yeah, yeah, I am. It, but Peely comes in here, she looks perfect. So it's as long as she looks good. That's that's all I that's all I can ask here. Perfect. That's right. Yep. Um, if I can add, you guys, I found goal setting easier to understand as a building process as opposed to an arbitrary number. So a very long time ago, I had a mentor, older guy. He's not with me anymore. You know, your, your typical down-to-earth, suspender-wearing, you know, with jeans. You're, you're, you're just down-to-earth kind of guy. And I asked him once upon a time, like, how do I know if I'm moving in the right direction? And he said to me, make sure every step you take is better than the last one. Mm-hmm. That is, a, I found it to be a much more effective way to understand forward momentum because it, first of all, gives you a baseline and it also gives you a hurdle. And then you do, there's nothing arbitrary left in the process at that point. You're not, you're not setting that, is it 5 million? Is it 10 million? Is it whatever million? You know, money is the result of forward momentum. The further you go, the more, the richer, the wealthier you become, the more difference you make, all that good good stuff. But I just, I thought it was brilliant because once I bought a duplex, I didn't want another one. I bought a triplex. And once I bought a triplex, then I didn't want another one. I bought a fiveplex. Once I bought a fiveplex, I didn't want another one. I bought a tenplex and then a hundred units. And then on and on and on like that. Um, but I've never done the same deal twice because it's more important than anything else, more important than wealth and more important than hitting a specific number. How many units do you own? Like the stupid stuff that everybody talks about, right? How many units you own? How big is your portfolio? None of that matters because what matters is how much smarter you are today, more capable you are today than you were yesterday. That's a far you owe it to yourself to just take a step and then take a bigger step and then take a bigger step and then take a bigger step in some way, shape or form. If you make sure every step you take is bigger, then you are moving in the right direction. By definition, you can't lose. Even if you misstep, you learn as long as it's bigger. I found it easier than try to identify, well, how much money do I need every month? Or how much money do I need every year? How many units do I want to own? Or how many, all of that just drives you insane when you get on bigger pockets or whatever, and you start thinking those in those terms, right? And so don't just, you know, you know, the step you have taken now take a bigger one. That's all you need to know. Just take a bigger Great. one. Better one. So if you're always growing, I'm expecting a phone call from you because I would like to grow together. You're gonna have to grow up some more before you can be on the phone with me. I'll just be, I'll just be straight. You can talk to Yona about that. <laughs> I'm not the nicest guy in the room, <laughs> but you know, I, I do have some experience in the bag, so I'm, I'm happy to share. Um, yeah, the attitude of action is, is always the best place, right? We sit here and, and, and don't act because we're afraid of the outcome. And, but as, as Ben said here, you take a step 
and you say, I, I now, I know what that step is. So take another bigger step, right? And, and that action forward has never hurt anyone. It's where we, we put ourselves in a position of not taking action and worry about the next step, right? Or, or look back and say, oh man, what happened before? What if, right? And the what if is those parts where no one's ever what, what if themselves to just a magical success. No one's ever said, well, well, I hope, right? There's, there's no hope beyond Star Wars of, of us, of where we want to be, right? So when you think about you and your, your process is that you just continue to compound, you continue to build. And it's not hard to continue to build unless you just don't do anything, right? And then the piece about not really getting yourself in a mindset or a mind frame, it, it's easy to just think about it, but it's really hard to get yourself out of the gate until you start getting going. It's like that old truck that, you know, it, it's hard to get started. But once it gets going, it's just moving and moving and moving, right? And it's really pushing forward because it's got all the energy behind it. Well, that's like where we start our goals all the time is they become these big grand things that are scary to think about and scary to do. And the second you get into them, you say, well, this is great. So like, how can I get more of this? How can I continue to build? And how can I make this better? And how can I make my process better? And how can I make this all better? Because I want more of this. So the, the effort is just getting out of the gate and getting started. There you have it. Everyone uh, get started. That's, that's all. We all have what we need. That's for sure. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Ben, for interjecting. Absolutely uh, a pleasure. And Ben's going to be speaking in a few weeks also. So make sure you guys sign up for that. Something about so, how to find true love or something, something along those lines. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh man, no, this is awesome. You guys are awesome.